Hello and welcome. We are here again. It's Thursday. It's 1pm here in the UK and we are here again to pray with you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for standing with us today. We're so blessed to have you with us. You know, this morning I had breakfast with a dear friend of mine, Marcus Bennett, who's a chaplain at Salford, uh, Salford Hospital in Manchester. And he described his work as bringing hope to the hopeless. You see, there's so many people facing end of life in hospital without Christ. And his job is to bring hope to those, not those that are facing this difficult time, but their families too, or are crying out for answers. But you know, we, we who know Christ Jesus have the answer and have nothing to fear. <laughs> Death, we can shout, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? For we will live forever with Christ. Thank you, Father. So please join with me now. Share this broadcast. Let's get this message out to as many people as possible. We want more people praying, more people coming alongside. The more, the merrier. A great army of prayers is uh, prayer warriors is what we're looking for today. Also, you can join the uh, Prayer Experience community on Facebook and on WhatsApp. You can connect with us, leave a message, uh, put in a put a prayer request and uh, let us know how you're doing. You can also ring the Prayer Experience hotline number, which is before you now. And uh, if you're in need of prayer, ring that number and someone will pray for you. You can also just jot it down. Maybe there'll be a time in the future where you desperately just need someone to listen to you and to come alongside you and pray with you. You can also email the team too and send in a prayer request that way too. I just want to mention that tomorrow is our Prayer Express night. We, the old team, will be together and we'll be praying from 11.30 p.m. right through to 12.30. That's tomorrow evening. Why not join with us? Make a sacrifice. Be expectant. God moves. <laughs> He'll be with us. Connect with us then and leave a message and um, just let us know how you're doing. It's good to have you with us today. We're going to begin now as we always do with the giving thanks to the Lord and our scripture verses from John 4, 13 and 14 says, Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will never thirst again. Hallelujah. But whoever, sorry, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. That is the water from the well. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Thank you, Father. Just one sip. I just encourage you to stop what you're doing right now and take a sip of that living water. Let it refresh your soul. Let it well up inside of you like a well like a fountain. Thank you, Father, that one sip is all it takes, Lord. One sip from your heart, from that precious cup of that living water. We thank you, Father, that in you we have life. 
We thank you, Father, that in you we have nothing to fear. And as I said, we can cry out, O oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, grave, where is your victory? There is none. For we will live forever with Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for placing that hope in us. Thank you, Lord, for leaving the 99 and come looking for us. We who were lost, Lord. We who were lost and afraid and fearful that you came and found us and that you brought us home. You brought us home. Oh, Father God, how God, how good it is and how precious it is to be with you and all our brothers and sisters and this uh, incredible family that we now belong to. We thank you for family, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we're not alone that we're together, that we're part of the body. We thank you, Father, that you are the head. Oh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the good things. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for forgiving us, Lord, that we may forgive others too, that we may grow in goodness and righteousness and love and truth. We press on, Lord. We press on towards the goal. We press on towards the goal, Lord, to win the prize for which we have been called in Christ Jesus. And nothing and nobody will stand in our way as we continue up that mountain. Oh, Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you are here now. Thank you for what you are about to do on this platform today, Lord. For we know you're listening. For your ear is ever attentive to our cry, Lord. We cry out to you, Lord, in our prayers today. Thank you, Father, for you are with us now. Blessed. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you. And amen. Amen. Let's move on. Let's get into the inspired word. What's God saying today? Revelation. 3.20, New King James Version says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, <laughs> I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. You know, this verse is often used out of context. Let us not forget who the Lord is speaking to here. Jesus is talking not to the unsaved, but he's talking to the church. <laughs> and in particular to the church in Laodicea. A complacent church. A church neither hot nor cold. A church that he is about to spit out of his mouth. These are powerful words. Once something is spat, the New King James Version says vomited. Once something is spat out of the mouth, it is not picked up again. It is good for nothing. And like salt that loses its saltiness, it is thrown onto the fire. However, it would appear that Jesus is offering this church one last opportunity. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Will you open the door? Or will you sit and pretend that nobody is at home? He's asking the church to get up 
and to open that door so that we may receive the fullness and richness of all he has to offer. We, the church today, and if we are honest, bear a remarkable resemblance to the church in Laodicea, need to fling wide that door and allow him in so that he can do all he desires to do in our lives. I want to read a bit more to you from Revelation 3, and this is from 1518. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, I've become wealthy and have need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you might be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. Oh, I want to encourage Christians everywhere not to settle for anything but for the very best that he has for you. How hungry then are you for Jesus, for his life to be made manifest in you? There is so much more. The deeper things of Christ, though, do not come easy. Like any hidden treasure, one must dig deep to find it. And that means sacrifice. It means making ourselves available to him at all times and in all seasons. It, we, it means we must put Jesus first and last above all other treasures. We must turn aside from all other distractions. Can you hear him knocking? Can you hear him? Behold, he is here right now. He wants access to every area of your life. Will you afford him that? Will you open up your heart and say, take it all, Lord, and have your way? Hallelujah. Will you, on waking, go straight into the word? Will you pray and develop your relationship with him? Will you fix your eyes on Jesus and never, never? Let him out of your sight. Reflect then on these words spoken to John so many years ago, yet so relevant for the church today. You know, sometimes when I sense his divine presence, I picture him standing just around the corner, just out of sight. The door is open, yes. He is in the hall. His presence is real and powerful, and I know he's there, but, but I know there is so much more, so much more available to me and to you. Allow him then, allow him right now with me to come through that door and into the room where you now sit. 
that we truly may kneel before him in prayer. Let's pray to our Lord and God, our Saviour, our hope, our strength, our deliverer, our captain, our shepherd, Jesus Christ. Father God, give us a desire for more of you in our lives this day. Let us not be satisfied with anything less than sitting down and feasting with you at the table that you have prepared before us. Oh, Lord, we cry out to you today. We hear you, Lord. Yes, we hear you knocking to gain entrance to our hearts. And so we open ourselves up to you and we say, come right on in. Come in, Lord. Come in, Lord. Come into this room. Come into this place, this space. And never, ever leave. <laughs> you are most welcome here, Lord. Here you are, Lord. Here you are. And here we are. We are not dogs that pick up the scraps from under the table. Oh, no. Oh, no. We are his children. You are our father. We sit at your table with you at the head and we feast on the bread and the meat that you have made available to us. You brought us to your banqueting table and your banner over us is love, is love, is love. We reach out and touch you. We reach out and touch you. And as we do, we are filled with your glory. Enter in, Lord. We reach out and touch you. We bow down before you. We give you all the glory. Enter in. Enter in now. Enter in deeply into his presence and be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Be transformed by the power and love of Jesus Christ. Thank you and amen. We're going to move on. We're going to pray for the nations. And we are looking at Isaiah 55, verses 1 and 2, a real favourite of mine. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come and feast. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money. And without price. Why do you spend your money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance, that abundance that is only found in Christ Jesus. Come. Come again, he's saying. Come and feast. These verses are clearly an invitation to abundant life. Life in all its riches, life in all its glory. Thank you, Father. Kingdom, kingdom life. We have tasted. We have tasted. We have eaten of what is good. And our souls have delighted in the riches of Christ Jesus but the world, the world continues to spend, to give all it has in exchange for which is not bread. On that, 
which does not satisfy and never will and never can. Marketing, advertising, global companies hungry for power and riches bombard the masses with advertising campaigns designed to entice people everywhere to spend their money on things that simply do not satisfy. So we need to pray, and I urge you to pray with me now, that there would be a global awakening in these times. Oh, that he would truly apply that salve to everyone's eyes, that they would see the times that we're living in, that they would see the great deception that's taking place, that people would wake up, and see that great deception that is taking place right before their eyes. We know it's coming. We know it's coming. What is coming? Revival. We know. I feel it. I know it. Revival on a scale never seen before. Revival that will sweep across the nations. Yes, many will harden their hearts to the bitter end, but others will bend the knee. See the light and turn to Jesus Christ for their eternal salvation. Will you pray with me now then for the floodgates to open in countries and lands everywhere? Oh Lord, let the thirsty come to the waters. Let them come and freely drink of the waters of life. Let the river flow, Lord. Let rivers flow across our lands. Help us, Lord, direct those we meet each day to come and drink of that living water, to come to the fountain and drink deeply. We pray that many would come, that many would come. The fields are white for harvest. Let's go out. Let's go out and spread the good news, church that many would come and partake freely of all you have. Bring them in, Lord. Bring them through the gates into the city, the city of peace where they can feed on milk and bread without money and without cost. Bring them in, Lord, and we shall show them the way. We will disciple them and establish them and get them rooted in the faith. Create a hunger in people's hearts that they would seek you out and that there would be a great awakening, a great worldwide revival in India, in Pakistan, in Iraq, and in Iran, throughout all the nations of Africa and Europe, the Americas and Australasia. Let there be a turning from the transitory the fleeting to that which is eternal, from falsehood and lies to truth, from the fake to the real, from that which rusts to that which has been tested by fire. Oh Lord, test us by fire that anything within us, the straw and the stubble would be burnt up, Lord, that you would refine us, Lord, and that we would come forth like precious metal, Lord. Refine us, Lord, that we would be pure and holy. Refine your church, Lord, now. Do it, Lord, we pray.
Oh Lord, turn people from darkness to light, from emptiness to fullness in Christ Jesus. Fill us, Lord, fill your church. From sickness to death, Lord, from sickness to health, Lord. Oh yes, Lord, let many, many, many come to health and well-being in you. Lord, we lift up the nations to you. Amen. We're going to move on. We're praying for the church. We're looking at John 44, 31 and 32. In the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you know nothing about, of which you do not know. Our Lord Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for making that food available to us, too, that it was your will that all your children would come around your table to feast on your delights. And we feast today, Lord, we feast on those delights and that people everywhere would get the invite, Lord. You are the bread of life. You are the staff of life, Lord. You are our meat and drink and we feed and on you, you today, Lord. Just as the body would be starved, starved and unable to go on without food, so it is with our spirit, man. O bread of heaven, feed me till I need no more. Let us pray, saints of God. Let us pray for the church to rise up, come to the table and be replenished. Be strengthened for the battles that lay ahead. Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Oh, church, we have work to do today. And the Lord has strategically placed all of us just where he wants us to be. Father God, we pray now that your will be done. We make ourselves totally available, Lord, to bring in your kingdom to this lost and hurting world. We are fed. We are nourished. We are fed on the hidden manner. And therefore, we say boldly and with confidence, Lord, have your way now. Use us, Lord. Oh, pray with me now, blessed saints of God. Pray the church begins to mobilize herself, that she would don the complete armor of God and stand united in one accord with one purpose to see your kingdom come. Now is the time. Now is the time. We're about to see an unprecedented move of God and we need to be ready, church. We need to be ready, willing and focused. We need our eyes fixed on Jesus. Fix your eyes upon Jesus and pray and pray and pray without ceasing. I have to move on. I want us to quickly pray for Christian marriages. I'm going to read from Revelation 21.2. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. What a glorious sight. What a beautiful thing. The Bible, both in the Old and New Testaments, compare our relationship with our Heavenly Father with that of a marriage. We say, don't we, that a good marriage was made in heaven, and so it was. We are the bride and he is coming for us soon. Relationships. Then I have a dear friend who's coming on here today, who's watching now, who's listening now, who's praying with us now, who's desperately 
holding on and believing that God will restore his marriage and bring his wife back to him. I want you to stand with me now as we pray for broken marriages, as we pray for those marriages that, that, that I just feel like they've come to an end, that that would not be the case and that God would restore you know, God says he who began a good work in you will see it through to completion. A married couple, therefore, has become one flesh. They're one in the Lord. So this verse, I believe, applies to Christian marriages. That you will bring it forth, Lord. That you will see it to completion. I cry out for my brother today, Lord, who's holding out. Who's holding out that you will restore his marriage. Help them, Lord. Help him, Lord. Help Couples who are struggling everywhere in this area, Lord. Oh, Lord, we lift up all those who are struggling to you this day. And we ask, Lord, that you would do a mighty work. Thank you, Father, that you never give up on us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a strength not to give up on each other. I just pray a blessing over marriages everywhere, Lord. I have to move on. I'm aware of the time. We're going to finish by praying for healing. Luke 17, 15 to 16, New King James Version says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. What an amazing story Ian Ball told us last Sunday evening on Delhi Talks of how he was miraculously healed. Do you remember what he said? He thanked the Lord every day after he was prayed for until the healing became manifest in his life and he stood up and walked. We too thank you now, Lord, Father, for your healing touch on our lives. Pray with me now for divine healing. Then We pray for divine healing for the little boy who suffered a head injury, that he would be made fully well. In Jesus' name, with no after effects from that injury, that you would make him whole, Lord. We pray for Michael that this cancer would leave his body. We pray for those suffering with back pain, neck pain, muscular pain, joint pain and arthritis. We pray healing, Lord, into their bodies. Thank you, Father, that by your stripes we are healed. We claim that healing now in Jesus' name, that we are made whole and well. I pray life and healing into all those suffering this day on this platform. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Blessed Lord Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, then. We thank you for hearing our prayers today. We thank you, Lord, for being with us. We thank you, Lord, that we can call to you day and night. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you do. Thank you for all that you are. And thank you to prayer warriors. Thank you for standing with us as you always do. Thank you for lifting up the name of Jesus with us as we've prayed for the nations and the church. You know, you can subscribe to the free audio podcast so you can listen to this at a later date. Not just this, but all the all the uh, broadcasts we've done are available right there on podcast. Let me tell you what's happening this evening. We have the Women's Bible Study uh, tonight, Thursday at 8 p.m., uh, guys, you can't go. Sorry, this one's for the women. They're looking at the wife 
of uh, I believe they're looking at the wife of Rebecca, who was the uh, <laughs> sorry, the wife of Isaac, Rebecca, uh, Jacob and Esau's mum. Yeah, that's the one. So be there tonight at 8 p.m. Thank you for listening, everybody. We are back tomorrow. That's Friday at 1 p.m. God bless you and amen. Thank you.